You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Well, Nebraska wrapped up their third satellite camp here today in Atlanta, just outside Atlanta at Mercer and Macon, about 85 miles south of Atlanta. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus for Husker Online Radio. We are once again on scene. You had about 100 Division I coaches, a lot of head coaches there today. Pretty much every single Adidas major school for football uh, was present at these satellite camps, um, particularly these ones in Atlanta or just outside in uh, Mer- at Mercer and Macon. And Nate, it was quite a sight. I mean, I was I was pleasantly surprised uh, just to see the, the number of coaches in attendance today trying to get a look at uh, the prospects that were here all day. Yeah, you really did. And you basically had the same coaches that we've seen at the last couple stops, plus pretty much all of Rutgers staff, including head coach Chris Ash was there, uh, which is a school that just recently switched over to Adidas. So they're kind of taking advantage of, of this satellite camp tour. Um, I, I believe some coaches from Louisville were there. Uh, but yeah, it was it was North kind Carolina of, State. Yeah, North Carolina State's whole staff. Florida was Atlantic there. and Lane Kiffin. Yeah, Lane Lane Kiffin was there. So you saw a lot of familiar faces kind of wandering around the field and, and coaching up all the kids today. And um, that just watching the coaches today was kind of fun to see. Yeah, just seeing this tour now, three camps in, and then I think the the major day is going to be. Uh, Thursday in Miami in South Florida with Florida Atlantic and Florida International having the big camps together and in the morning and then the afternoon and the evening um, you really see the potential of this tour and how much bigger and better it's going to get and it's really special how the Adidas schools are willing to work and, and put this together because you know, I've talked to some guys from Adidas and other places and you know, I don't know if Nike could pull this off. I don't know if the Nike coaches would work together and, and, and help each other out like this, but uh, they've really put this together. And, in, and I, I've been pleasantly surprised just how successful it's been for the first year. Well, yeah, especially when you're seeing some SEC schools come together and, and be willing to participate and, and even host uh, some of these events. I, I think that right there is is kind of groundbreaking news because they've that conference as a whole has been so against satellite camps for so long. So um, it kind of shows you if those guys are willing to do it, then uh, I think a lot of a lot of schools across the country are willing to do it. And and like you said, tip your hat to Adidas for kind of coming up with this idea. And then of course all the all the Adidas schools, all those head coaches at those programs for being on board with this thing. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus were actually in the Atlanta airport uh, taping our show by the rental car counters. We wanted to get yeah. this done before we got on the plane tonight. It's kind of a unique place to be taping the show, but wanted to get this out so you could hear. Uh, more about the camp in Atlanta, Nate, and um, there, there was a lot of guys there. I mean, we obviously didn't get a great look at the A&M camp, but we were in there briefly on on um, Sunday. Uh, but today's camp in Atlanta or in Mercer um, at Mercer was top to bottom one of the best ones by far. Yeah, absolutely. As far as overall numbers and um, and, and prospects, I think this has probably been the best camp um, that we've that we've been able to watch from start to finish at least and a lot of underclassmen at today's camp you know I think that first session that they had had right around 250 and then I'd say that second session of skill guys that they had had to be well over 300 I I would assume so 
Um, they, and they cycled a lot of kids in and out of there and ran this camp very efficiently. So um, I was impressed with that. But the amount of underclassmen that I think a school like Nebraska was able to see by coming down here and, and getting those guys on the radar very early uh, was very, very beneficial. And I think we'll continue to kind of see this camp pay off down the road for the Huskers. You know, Nate, it's funny. You always see these stories from afar. So-and-so made an eighth grade offer. Um, and you're like, oh, my gosh. Well, Nebraska pretty much made an eighth grade offer today. Kid going into his ninth grade. Yeah, Jaquez Smith out of Marietta, Georgia, a 2021 graduate, just finished his eighth grade year, um, is a wide receiver, and he he does not look like your typical eighth grader, I'll I'll put it that way. Uh, He obviously impressed Nebraska, especially Keith Williams, who was uh, was very excited about this young man and, and his potential. You know, he lands an offer from Nebraska, and that, that doesn't happen every day when you see an eighth grader landing an offer, let alone from a program like, like Nebraska. And again, this is a kid that Nebraska probably would not have known about at this point in the game had they not been a part of these satellite camps. So uh, we'll see where the offer goes from there, but this is a kid who's obviously going to blow up, and Nebraska kind of got in on the ground floor here. Nate, um, another, uh, you know, Dante Williams, very active, um, but spent a lot of his day with one particular prospect. And that's probably the storyline of the camp, in my opinion, is uh, Christian Tutt, four-star cornerback out of Thompson, Georgia, came to the camp, participated in it, uh, but essentially was only working out with Dante Williams. It was like a personal workout with Dante Williams. Yeah, he showed up in the morning. Uh, during the O-line, D-line, uh, running back, linebacker session and and was there, paid his entry fee, got in the field, started hanging out with Dante Williams, and they just started coaching uh, coaching him up and, and started working together on the field right away. So um, they spent, I don't know, multiple hours together out on the field and going over technique and coaching, you know, personal coaching session there. And that was a lot of fun to see. And you even saw Keith Williams come in and, and was, uh, you know, was working as the wide receiver in some of these one-on-one drills that, that Dante Williams was putting him through. And, um, and this is beneficial because Nebraska just snuck into his top five late in the game. Actually, his relationship with Christian Tutt, Dante's relationship with Christian Tutt was what was able to get him to postpone his commitment that was supposed to happen at the end of May. And uh, now the Huskers are in the top five along with Alabama and LSU and a couple other programs. And now he's more than likely going to be visiting on June 23rd for that Friday Night Lights camp, which is shaping up to be one heck of a a camp. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, and just announced today by Nebraska that they will have three fan fests on three consecutive Fridays with activities, free food, uh, just a, you know, from 5 to 7 on these three Fridays, June 16th, June 23rd, June 30th. Coincidentally, June 16th and June 23rd um, are going to be uh, Nebraska's two Friday Night Lights events. So Nebraska's already trying to build that up. Um, Mike Riley and players will appear at these events. Um, they will kind of be a tailgate party, essentially, uh, for fans to go into the Friday Night Lights where we thought last year was something special with maybe 3,000 fans in there. It could be really crazy this year. It's going to be very, very crazy. And, and kudos to the Nebraska staff and, and the marketing department, or whoever came up with this idea, because it's a genius to get all these fans um, access to Memorial Stadium in the middle of June or throughout June and be able to, to kind of have, um, you know, 
free reign of the stadium, be able to meet the coaches and the players and take pictures of the trophies. And, and They're using the fan base and recruiting to their advantage yep. instead of trying to, you know, keep the fans and people away. Uh, you feed the monster instead exactly. of fight the monster. They've totally embraced the fans and their passion and, and are using it to their advantage in recruiting. And recruits have noticed this. They've taken notice of this. And I've had recruits the, at these camps, at these satellite camp tours, actually mention the Friday Night Lights camps to us and, and how they heard that there was a bunch of Nebraska fans at them last year. And um, if we thought 2,500 to 3,000 fans at the camps last year was big, I think we're going to see crowds that, that dwarf those this year. Nate, I also wanted to hit on this. Bob Stoops announced his retirement uh, from coaching and kind of a shocker here on Wednesday. And I think a lot of people were caught off guard by the news on Bob Stoops. And we were around a lot of coaches today. People were talking about it. But um, number one, what, what does it mean? Are, could there be some recruiting ramifications where you know, it could open things back up for a couple guys that Nebraska may have been looking at? Well, I think the first prospect that it could possibly impact Nebraska with is T.J. Pledger, uh, the, the Rivals 100, four-star running back that's IMG Academy that's very close with all the Calabasas guys that Nebraska's recruited and signed. Uh, is obviously very close with a guy like Buki Radley-Hiles. Was supposed to visit for the spring game, but visited Oklahoma a week or two prior and actually committed at that point in time. And uh, as soon as that news came out, he, you know, he made kind of a cryptic tweet with a, with a question mark and, and uh, kind of quote tweeted the, the news that came out. And I guarantee you that Nebraska staff jumped all over that, was on the phone with T.J. Pledger and talking about you know his future with Oklahoma and talking about the need for him to get on campus and check things out. And I promise you a guy like Buki Radley-Hiles is also doing the same thing. So I would not be shocked at all if T.J. Pledger were to make his way to, to Nebraska this June or for sure for an official visit in, uh, in the fall because this totally puts everything into question when you have a kind of a coaching legend, so to speak, in, in Bob Stoops, who's just all of a sudden steps down, and then you've got a 33-year-old Lincoln Riley that's going to be taken over, supposedly. Yeah, so. it really puts in perspective. I mean, we talk about Tom Osborne doing 25 years, 255 wins. Bob Stoops just 56 years old, I believe 18 or 19 seasons now at OU. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, well, he's going to pass T.O. It just puts into perspective how hard it is to coach 25 years at one place, win like that. He was on track to be a Tom Osborne type of guy, only has the one national title. Um, but what's unique about it is he's the first coach to go out like this since Tom Osborne, where he could go out off a Sugar Bowl win, a year where they almost had a Heisman winner in Baker Mayfield. But, man, crazy to walk away when you know you have Baker Mayfield and a top-five team coming back, arguably, for this year. Well, and that's what some of the coaches' reaction was on the field today when they were started hearing the news was, boy, they got a heck of a team coming back next year. They were wondering what the what the deal was, why he decided to step out right now. But but you're right. To, he is the first coach to really step out on his own terms, arguably, you know, at the top of his game and not, uh, not kind of limp out, um, you know, or be forced out by other people. Well, it's going to be a busy day on Thursday. Two camps, first thing in the morning at Florida Atlantic, Lane Kiffin, and then uh, Butch Davis and the uh, Florida International coaches will be hosting uh, the uh, Nebraska and the rest of the coaches here. So stay tuned to Husker Online as we'll have full coverage from the camps in Miami on Thursday. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.